The following program was produced by Community Producer. The content, views, and opinions expressed are the sole responsibility of the Community Producer and do not reflect Malden Access Television, the City of Malden, or your cable provider. MATV welcomes your comments. Call us at 781-321-6400 or email us at access at matv.org. Good evening, Malden. Welcome to 02148. My name is Mike Sharon. I am your host for the evening. It is Wednesday, August 18th, I believe, 2021. I hope everybody's enjoying this summer. Um, a lot's going on. I haven't uh, seen you folks for a couple of months. Um, I know a lot's going on with the regulations and we're worried about masks and stuff, but for the most part, a lot of things have been back to normal and that's a good thing. People have been out and about and I'm excited to be back with you tonight, and I'm excited to introduce my first guest, who I know. Um, she is the co-founder and board president of an organization called The Food Drive, uh, Ms. Jaina Jimenez. Welcome to the program. Thank you. So glad to be here. How have you been? I've been busy. I've been busy driving food. I know. I know. <laughs> she, she was a little late tonight because, uh, in a, you know, driving she, food. she had to drive and deliver food. Full disclosure, we know each other... Um, uh, she's not only the co-founder of this organization, but she is on the board of directors for the Bread of Life, which uh, I was for many, many years and um, just recently stepped down a few months ago. And we were just chatting before the show began. I was trying to think of, uh, uh, you know, I try to be, think of clever things before I come on. So I was trying to think of metaphor. Um, oh, yeah, if you could just speak into that mic a little, a little bit closer. Sure. Um, it's like you joined... And then I left. It's kind of the, the two so ships. So if the, we weren't in the same room, people might not. People might have thought we were the same. Room. Well, that's another thing because we never <laughs> were in the same room. No, we weren't. You know, because when all this, uh, I believe you joined the board. I guess it was a year ago. In almost exactly summer of 2020. Right, and uh, of course we were in the middle of. Uh, thank God for Zoom and technology, yeah. but yeah. all our board meetings were Zoom. All Zoomed. In fact, this was the first time I met you non-Zoom. That's right. Yeah. It's good to see you in focus and uh, in up close. In the person. Yes. In the flesh. In person. <laughs> uh, I mean, and I mean that. Thank God for the technology for, for, so, for so many businesses and, and nonprofits and, and, and in healthcare, my own job, it was vital to have, but I really couldn't stand Zoom meetings. No, I miss being with real people. I know. And I'm, having eye contact. Yes. And a real conversation. That and, and the temptation to grab a Dorito. <laughs> That's the worst. You know? It, Except for the crunching. Uh, the the, Got to mute yourself yes, to crunch. If, if you hit the wrong button, <laughs> things could go. I mean, you're crunching. Things could go uh, terribly wrong terribly, swiftly. Terribly. Um, but no, it's it's great to, to finally see you I in know, person. So and, nice. Thanks uh, for I am inviting me. A big admirer of you and the work that you do. Um, of course, with the bread of life. But the food drive. Tell us uh, tell us about it uh, and and why it started and take it from there. Well, these things go together. The yes. bread of life and the food drive. Like peanut butter and jelly. They no. do, actually. And peanut butter and jelly are things that are in our car a lot. Very good. Very good. <laughs> bread of life um, really is one of the reasons that we started the food drive. And you said co-founder because my husband and I started this together. Um, and part of it was because we had been volunteering at Bread of Life for many years. Um, it's a wonderful story. The first time... We volunteered. It was three generations. It was my daughter, wow. me, and my mother, who was visiting for Thanksgiving. And as a board member, you know, there's the big Thanksgiving meal where everyone goes to the high school the night before, cuts, cuts, cuts up turkeys, mm -hmm. gets them ready, the kids decorate. And that was my first 
uh, time to interact with Bread of Life and Cindy and Kathleen. Yes. We're both oh, there. And they took pictures of the three of us, the three generations. Uh, it was in the newsletter because it was pretty it was pretty special mm-hmm. to get to do that with my mom and my daughter. And that really we volunteered at Bread of Life ever since. It's sort of a legacy because I I was um, co-owner of an event planning company and when I lost my mom in 2019, mm. I realized community service was my life. That was what I wanted to do. Transitioned out of event planning, was going to do community service, started interviewing at the beginning of 2020, and boom, here we were in COVID. And my husband was a musician. We had to rethink so many things. Bread of Life asked me to be on the board. Thank God. Became very involved in food security. We discovered the concept of food rescue, which I didn't even know about. Um, and in November of 2020, we said, let's do this. Let's try to see if we can make this work. There was a need here north of Boston because there's food rescues in Boston. Um, there's some out in Western Mass, a couple south of Boston, but there wasn't one north of Boston. And part of it was a conversation I had with Gabriella. Bread of Life needs more food. Hmm. We have all these new grocery delivery program came out of COVID and just constantly needing more and more food. But especially, I guess I should have gone back and said, what is food rescue? Food rescue is uh, recovering fresh, healthy food that would have been thrown away from grocery stores, restaurants, Um, bakeries, farmers markets, cafes, all different food sources. And one thing that Bread of Life, again, this formed float out of Bread of Life, one thing Bread of Life needed more of was produce and prepared foods. And that's what food rescues get the most of because they're time sensitive and have to be taken from point A to point B quickly so that they don't lose freshness um, and get to people quickly. And that's sort of the gap we're filling because there's grocery store, doesn't want to throw it away. Right. There's the pantry that needs it, but who's who's connecting yeah. them? So right. it's really that connection. Maybe we should be called the food connection. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's when the pandemic hit, of course. Um, I mean, you were answered to Bread of Life's prayers, and I'm sure Gabriella had been praying. One of the answers. One of many answers um, to Bread of Life's prayers, because uh, there was a lot oh, that, coming at food pantries then. Yeah. Just yeah. trying to keep up. I know. Um, if we could back it up just a second, you, you said, you, so your husband was a musician. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, when COVID hit, it, it changed a lot of people's lives, obviously, and a lot sure of reevaluating did. took place. Sure did. But were you uh, actively pr- um, interviewing or were you, mm-hmm. and, and so how did, how did how that? How did that go? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a tough environment. It was tough. Yeah. 2020 was tough for yeah. interviewing for jobs. And, you know, First of all, in March, there prior to March, there were lots of possibilities. Then March 13th, that go to pick up my daughter at school, wasn't in school for you know any significant period of time for a while. Isn't and it wild that date? It's just life it's, change. It, that that yeah. day, you know, yeah. we had a Friday the 13th last last week, and That's it always right. makes me think That's of right. that Friday the 13th. Yeah. I'll never forget it. Um, but a lot of the jobs just went away because nonprofits just had to protect themselves too because nonprofits lost a lot of funding a lot or were asked to do more there were a lot of reasons nonprofits were affected and hiring was not necessarily the smartest thing to do there were offices to go into interviewing was weird Um, but I continued interviewing for most of that year and the reason we discovered food rescue was I this is a good out of bad story I interviewed at a food rescue um, for director of operations, got to the very end. It was between me and one other person. Fell in love with the whole concept, and the other person got it. Oh, you could almost yeah. No, you could feel it. Like you can't. You start yourself. imagining yeah. your life, you know. And it was Tough. really my. It was my husband. I was heartbroken. I wanted to do this. The executive director was so supportive. I still keep in touch with her. She's supportive of what oh, we're wow. doing. Yes. Mm, Again, lots of good out of bad. Right. But I, I walked in after doing some research, and I said to my husband, there's only seven food rescues in Massachusetts. And he said, why don't you start one? 
Like just immediate faith in me right yeah. there. Yeah. Um, he didn't say, why don't we start one? He got roped. He got, ro- he, he got roped <laughs> into. <laughs> oh, okay. No, he wanted yeah. to, like from from the beginning, just stepped right in to do it. But the belief, the the absolute faith in in me, I'm not going to cry, not going to cry, mm. was wonderful. And I appreciated it. And we just jumped in. And my, like I said to you earlier, my daughter drew us a logo freehand. Yes, that is so awesome. Isn't it? Yes. I'm still a Talented amazed. young lady. Yeah. I didn't get it from me. Nope. I could not sit down and draw a logo freehand. So it's one of those. It, it feels like, you know, it's all pieces coming together yeah, it and was. falling into place and meant to be kind it of really thing was. for you it must have started to feel it did feel like uh, this is this is what i should be doing it really yeah. and still does my husband yeah. and i talk about that a lot yeah. um where we get more we feel like we're doing something meaningful with our lives both on the on the food security and hunger side but on the environmental and climate crisis sure. side too mm-hmm. Which I don't talk about as much because the hunger is so prevalent right now. Right. But the climate crisis, there's a, a big report from the UN that came out last week. I mean, it's serious. And we all knew it was serious, but it's kind of worse than we thought. Or worse than there were actual scientific records in a report compiled until this report that came out last week. And every pound of greenhouse gases makes it set, prevented makes a difference and food waste causes i just read a new stat um 10% of greenhouse gases okay yeah i was reading uh, i got some some great stuff on their website by the way is www.thefooddrive.org yep. is that it that's it got to get that thought in there the right the, the food drive well the name came because fooddrive.org was taken but the fooddrive.org was. Oh, it's even bad like it's it all bad. about domain names right oh yeah absolutely but um <laughs> yeah i read that was a number because i was like well, how does this connect because i'm uneducated on a lot of this I, stuff i didn't as know far either as, um, i didn't know either until uh, how it affected climate change yeah. food rescue yeah. and it's it's you know food, it's waste that's yeah food and landfills landfills methane gas Greenhouse gas, bad. <laughs> That's what I learned. So preventing the food going to the landfills um, is huge. So there's various math that has to be done. But the amount of pounds of food we we save, um, about roughly like 100,000 pounds of food rescued, which we it's hard to believe in now nine months it's been 100,000 pounds. And about half of that, so it's a little over 50,000 pounds of greenhouse gases prevented, um, which is hard to believe. It is. And it's broken down even a little more, 6,750 average pounds of greenhouse gas prevented monthly. Monthly. It's Probably. hard to imagine. Yeah. It really is. Um, and I didn't know, I'll tell you, I didn't even know this. You, could say, you can see how I was not a math person. I didn't know that a ton was 2,000 pounds until I started doing this. <laughs> so, there's so many good things that have come from this. So, but just the basic <laughs> learning. Yeah. Um, you know, that's something that I think I might have known and forgot. I think I might have known and forgot. If someone we'll just quizzed say, me right away on it, I probably wouldn't have known the answer. We'll just say we knew and we forgot. Yeah, 2,000 pounds is a ton. It's a ton. Yes. Because so uh, people throw the word ton around yeah. very liberally. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah but tons and tons. Tons and tons. But it really is tons and tons. I, well, I, I saw a quick quote regarding all that. Filling plates, not landfills. I yes. said, that's a great little oh, thank yeah, you. bumper sticker. Did you come up with that? I think oh. I might have stolen it from another food rescue. But <laughs> yeah. we do use You're very it. very honest. Right? Yeah. I can't remember. But I, I really think that really gets... Because people don't... You know, what is food rescue? Is the food, you know... Is it the you know the misfits? Is it the lumpy vegetables? Is it you know? It, 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 yeah, we'll does people worry? Yeah, I would think. I don't know the lay people who, who aren't uh, in the field or whatnot. Oh, food rescue, right? Yeah, just uh, you know, board of health issues. Right, 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 um, right, right. I mean, are these things you had to investigate, look into? Yes, uh, that's a great question. And here's another thing I had no idea of. This is something not forgotten but not known. So. In 1996, there was legislation passed called um, the Bill Emerson Good Samaritan Law, and it was to encourage food donation. It was the beginning of a lot of this environmental bringing down food waste, trying to promote food security. So in this Good Samaritan Law, which still applies today, 
Um, there is no liability for donors and distributors of donated food um, unless there's like egregious poisoning or something going on. Um, but to encourage, um, that means uh, that meant at that point a lot of major chains like Whole Foods and things like that oh, I see. really got involved in food rescue because if you take away the fear of liability, if you say to a restaurant, You're there's federal legislation, legislation, excuse, federal legislation absolving you from liability. You don't have to take out extra insurance or we we like we didn't have to. That was one of the first things is is what does this mean, board of health wise, insurance wise, right, and because um, our government wants food to be rescued and not go into landfills, the environment to be protected, our food insecure, people to be fed, we don't have to worry about that, which is great. So restaurants um, don't have to be concerned. Grocery stores don't, be have, don't have to be concerned. We don't either. Now, there are basic common sense things that we do with temperature. Yeah. Um, especially in the summer months, but we have all kinds of systems and coolers and pouches and yeah, we're actually getting a community freezer uh, donated to us That's so we can huge. keep meals. Oh, yeah. It's sort of a, a twist on, cause I know Malden has a community fridge. It's sort of a twist on that. So we're going to have a big um, chest freezer with meals just frozen for the community. When we get a call, Oh my, my snap ran out and I have three kids and I don't have any money. Can you help me? We'll have meals. Oh. Yeah. That's and great. that's happened already, which is how this came about is we had to figure out, okay, how are we going to always have something for someone? And that's someone in Melrose. And you wouldn't think in Melrose the poverty levels below 5%. Can you tell I've been writing a lot of grants? I don't normally have this many <laughs> stats. You, can, you are full of stats. I tonight, am full my of friend. stats. But okay. the poverty okay. level in, in Malden's 12 something percent. And in Melrose, it's under 5%. But there are people in Melrose who reach out to us and sure, say, my snap ran out. And we, as a community, need to be able to take care of each other. And that's what the food drive does. Certainly does. Um, take us on the journey from, so it was November 20, when your husband said, yeah. go for it. Yeah. <laughs> can sure make a movie out of this. Yeah, sure think. did. Um, until the very important date of just recently when you, when you became a nonprofit, correct? That was a big deal. Uh, I mean, it, it was rapid growth. Uh, yes. Yes. Right? Yeah. From Somewhat shocking receipt yeah. of the nonprofit status. Yes. It was it's way so sooner. Vital. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We we couldn't fundraise. Yeah, we couldn't fundraise. We couldn't and that's what we're doing now. Yeah. Um yeah, so November we just started rescuing. It really began with Whole Foods in Melrose. Um, said, yes, we'll give you our food on Saturdays and Sundays. They were having a rescue from Boston, and they still do, come Monday through Friday. But no one was rescuing on the weekends because that's not the, the work week. Right. And they actually have a staggering amount of food on the weekends because they buy for people shopping more on the weekends, especially holiday weekends. Um, Labor Day and the 4th of July. So the, that was an the amount untapped, of hot dog buns. An untapped, untapped resource. Untapped. The, the weekends are untapped. Yeah. Um, so it started with us going to the Melrose Whole Foods. Gabriella gave me a key. Gave Tony the alarm code. We go in. We bring the food. That's literally how it started. But yep. then more, very quickly, we can't just keep driving by the, the food pantry, two food pantries in Melrose. Um, ah. We can't do that. That's right. our own town. We can't ignore that there's a Shaw's in Melrose that could be throwing food away. So they started donating right away. Um, and then Bread of Life introduced us to the Everett Grace Food Pantry, which has an outdoor pantry on Saturdays. Yeah. Um, because we, so it, it worked out well then to keep the food as fresh as possible, we bring all our Sunday food to Bread of Life. Because the programs are prep day Monday, as you know, then Tuesday through Friday. Correct. And yes. our food goes to the pantry programs, the grocery distribution, the motels, Maria's dinners, uh, all of it. Um, and then 
on Saturday, Bread of Life was a little concerned that it would be a little, like one day too long. Okay. Which is why they introduced us to Everett Grace Food Pantry. So we take food from now to Whole Foods on Saturdays to the to that pantry while it's happening. And the volunteers take food from our cars and put it into recipients' grocery bags, like right then. It's it's amazing um, to see the food, the people getting the food right from when we bring it. And it's also, you know, troubling seeing the line just go down All right. and wrap around. Um, and it's still happening. It was it was there last Saturday. The the line was just down the street and still wrapped around. And you'd think it would be smaller, but it isn't. Well, no, and it's uh, interesting because I was grabbing some some stuff off uh, the website. Again, great website, www.thefooddrive.org. Um, and I saw an interesting article. I think it was this, maybe off your Facebook page, which is, is great. And you, you've got all the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram. Are you, you across the board on that yep, kind of LinkedIn stuff? Yep, LinkedIn, too. LinkedIn, beautiful. Yeah. Um, and I saw uh, a quote from Catherine D'Amato. I hope I said that correctly, executive director of the Greater Boston Food Bank, who was uh, uh, being interviewed by Boston Public Radio, and she said the numbers continue to be very striking with around one in six of every Massachusetts resident is experiencing food insecurity. Still. Still. Before the pandemic, the numbers were one in 12, which, you know, it's not great, but I mean, still one in six. This is worse. Still one in six. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, I don't have the, the census data right here, but I think we're about a state of about 6 million or so people, maybe a little more. I, I don't mean, have that one in my head, but and, I think you're and right. And so you're talking about a million people. <laughs> yeah, a million people. Yeah. That was, I think, in the same article, a million people. And it's, it's just hard to think about that because it could be, it could be your next-door neighbor. I mean, it could be anyone. Right. Um, Again, I go back to the mom in Melrose that reached out to me, and I knew people on the next street over. You just don't know other people's situations, and you find yourself in situations you never thought you would be. And that's the thing, I think, that got me completely focused on, on food rescue is that there is this need, and there's this, why should there be this waste? Yeah. And did you see the pictures on our Facebook of, we take a lot of pictures of, this is beautiful food. The first time people volunteer yes. and they see the carts coming out of Whole Foods and they, they can't believe it. This and was going to be thrown this away. This is going to be landfill. Yeah. Yeah, it's striking. And, and that's really why is. I put a lot of pictures up because yeah. it, so people see, I did one this past week, this is food rescue. And it was this very big box of very expensive oyster mushrooms that were Ooh. just gorgeous. We, we've gotten, you know, some people have seen like the, the cherries and the strawberries and your mind goes to how much you'd be paying for those. Right, right. Um. But even some of the prepared foods, like the the wonderful Whole Foods pot pies they have. That, oh, yeah. I mean, those are delicious. <laughs> They're coming out and going to a home, and that's yeah, I mean, so rather than the, the trash. Nutritious, high-quality yeah, stuff it that is. you're rescuing it is. and giving to people in need. Yes, and it's not just Whole Foods. No. Um, shop, well, that's what I mean. Your donors yeah. started gr- growing yeah, rapidly. Yeah. I, I, the list here was uh, yeah, the, mind-boggling. The farmer's market in Melrose was one of the big next key ones. One of our first non-grocery store rescues was at their harvest market in November. And now we rescue from the farmer's market every week, so we'll go tomorrow. And as you might imagine, the beginning of the summer, it was a lot of greens, you know, and now it's just like 300 pounds of vegetables every wow. week. And it's, you know, zucchini and we peaches. We had a lot of rain. And that we've had a lot thing, of rain, right? yeah. Not, we haven't had tomatoes yet for that reason. My husband's garden. That's true. And all the farmers. Um, but we take that every Thursday night from the farmer's market to one of the pantries in Melrose that is the, the following morning, Friday morning. It's called the Servant's Heart Food Pantry. And believe it or not, it's two blocks from our house. Um, and it all goes. Now, before you got into this, were you aware? I was aware it was yeah. there. We kept saying, oh, we should volunteer. And we never did, <laughs> which is really sad and ironic if you think about it. Um, but like 200, 300 pounds of 
produce goes there. And for people who don't see what that is, we transport things in it's sort of the plastic Rubbermaid bins that are like this big. Yep. So that's six or seven of those. Um, and it goes because people want healthy food, and healthy food is expensive, which is why I mean, a lot of people wonder, okay, someone's food insecure, hungry, experiencing poverty, why are they overweight? Yeah. And that's something that's hard to understand because those pot pies and the cherries and the strawberries are expensive, but ramen noodles are not. And what's going to make you overweight? The right. ramen noodles. Right. And I could say that because I ate them in college. <laughs> I was going to say. It's no. not a judgmental thing. No, They're delicious. No, no. That's but a good, good if, point. But it's, it's hard to afford healthy food. So that's our biggest, as we work to, to – be funded and sustainable and secure, our, our hopes and dreams are to, we have all kinds of ideas for in, increasing the produce, especially the, fr- the fresh fruit and the produce, especially in the winter. Well, another aspect of it in that same article, as you could probably, you obviously could speak to, I, I was, I was um, taken aback that how many people didn't know they're eligible for programs such yeah. as SNAP, yeah. which is Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. Yes. And so... Um, so there's a there's a need there, the yeah. outreach in, in that respect. For people to know, and, and we try to push out a lot of Project Bread and Greater Boston Food Bank's posts on our social media because they're always trying to educate people about right. SNAP. Yeah. Our uh, most food, pan, food um, farmer's market, excuse me, accept SNAP. I know, um, I don't know about Malden, but I know the Melrose and the Wakefield ones both do which is huge. They even have mat, snap matches. Okay. Um, a lot of uh, farmer's markets do. Um, but places like Project Bread and the Greater Boston Food Bank, especially Project Bread, if you call, they will set you up. It's just people don't know to call. Right. Um, people also, I think there's a similar stigma with SNAP and food pantries. People don't want to be associated with oh i had to go to a food pantry it's embarrassing and so they don't i think you're right in that same article it was saying how you know people that qualify and or could go to a food pantry don't because there's a stigma around because yeah they don't want to see their neighbor seeing them going there um and there's sometimes some pantries just for the sheer management of things, because it's a lot of logistics, you have to show a utility bill or something. Yep. Um, or else they could be overrun, or they just need to be, the smaller pantries especially, need made to be able to manage their flow. Bread of Life is a hashtag all are welcome. Of course. Which is what I love about Bread of Life, uh, because you don't have to show anything. But still, one thing we're thinking about with Food Rescue is how do we help address the stigma? And one of the things with new programs that we want to do is mobile markets, so bringing fresh food to people where they are. So we serve all the elder housing residences in Melrose. So bring on a Monday all of the food from a Whole Foods to them, set it up. It's free. It doesn't matter. You don't have to show anything. You don't have to. If you're walking by. It's like a it's market. Fine. It's like it's a market. A, it changes the whole. Free mobile yeah. market. Yeah. Um, and it means that there's not a stigma because, and I think that's why I think there's less of a stigma with places like Bread of Life and Everett Grace mm-hmm. that have, um, as much as possible, the dig- dignity of this is an open air, positive experience, which is the way both of those organizations present it. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, if we can bring the food to the people more. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it will then eliminate that stigma. Good stuff. I hope. So now you're rapidly approaching. What did uh, the the nonprofit status? What what did that entail? Like the, to push it across the finish line. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to bring up any bad. Though. No, no. It's lots of paperwork. Yeah. Lots of advice from other nonprofit folks. Um, lots of great resources and advice from the community. Um, Lots of people saying have a plan and a backup plan because it could take nine months to a year from when you applied. Uh, We applied in February, which now that I think about it, that's pretty 
four months? Amazing that we applied so quickly. And we got the status in June, which again is another four months, which is pretty remarkable considering the backlog at the IRS. Um, So that meant we could leap into um, serious fundraising, which is Mm. the phase we're in now. Mm. Uh, At the moment, we're at that, that sort of scary jumping off point where, okay, you know, we're, I don't, successful, I guess. Our, our program has achieved its objectives and we're matching food with people and we view it as productive and meaningful. We just need to get the income now so that we can keep doing it. Yes. That's where we are. Yeah. So it's a little scary. We have the faith that it'll happen, but it hasn't happened yet. Not yet. So uh, <laughs> things down the, down the pike, ready to go, ideas for fundraising events or anything planned? Oh, or is we still in the events. baby steps? Uh, actually, I'm, events, you know, have been called off. So I know. I know. I, by the way, if I could just jump to Bread of Life, I'm so happy that the walk is I'm back. I'm happy the walk is back, too. Yeah, this fall. And you know why? It's smart because it's a walk. It's outside. Yes. We can... We wrestled with it a lot. I'm on the fundraising committee. We have a meeting when I get home. I used to talk about the walk. Yes, of course you were. (laughs) Um, And it's because back to our friend Patty Kelly, who's so smart. Awesome. We had a plan and a backup plan, but then when it sort of led to yes, it's outside, we can make this happen. Yeah. Thank goodness. Um, We haven't had, and as a former event planner, we haven't had any events yet. We have thought about what we want to have. we're talking about partnerships with the farmer's market. We might do a joint fundraising oh, event wonderful. with them. The Methodist Church in Melrose, which is a partner to Bread of Life, which is, again, part of my road to Bread of Life because I'm a member there. Okay. But we are partnering with them for space, so they're going to host our community freezer. Um, and we're talking about using their kitchen in the future for some classes perhaps fundraising creative things there but at some point we'll have a good old-fashioned cocktail party and raise some money yeah but in the meantime we're looking toward our year-end appeal and corporate sponsorships and grant writing um like i mentioned before though your social media presence is is very good and i know i know you do a lot of it and uh and your daughter's involved yes that's great i actually have a young man who's a friend of the family, who does a lot of the Instagram as well. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Oh, I thought I read that on the... Yeah. 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 Is a young man that used to live in... You get the young kids in, right? I know. He's a junior in high school. He does such a good job. I have no patience for Instagram. And he said, let me help you. Wow. And it's part of his community service. He's a junior in need. I mean, he used to live here in Melrose. But um, your Facebook, which I follow, I mean, which, I mean, you're Thank just you. just throwing so much... Um, Great information education. Yes. Uh, that was Tony's is, idea. It's like we can't just post pictures of our vegetables. We have to <laughs> we have to really which can only last so we long. We can only do so many pictures yeah. of vegetables. We have to we try every day to thank you for noticing to put to put some information so that people learn about the root cause of all this. Yes, yeah. Um, and that's that was his idea. And he's right. I mean, because what we're doing you know, here am I talking about fundraising, but what we're doing is a Band-Aid. It's not, no. it's not, we're, we're getting food to people, we're keeping food from being thrown away, but it's not addressing the root causes of hunger. You know, you know, I was thinking of that, I was talking to a friend um, about this subject, when you, the root causes of hunger, and if you, I mean, if you start thinking of global hunger, right? I mean, you're just so overwhelmed, well, where would I start? Oh, forget it, I'm just gonna keep driving. I mean, but, it's really folks like yourself and all it's you know don't think of it that way you're just going to be overwhelmed how about how about thinking about your own backyard yeah what we can do what you can do or just locally you know and that's what everybody involved how you're going to make a dent in it i think that's exactly the kind of stuff you're doing so maybe this is a good time to mention all these wonderful donors do you mind if i, if oh, I please read them please off? please please uh beacon hill wine and gourmet I, yeah that's pretty bobby c's i, I love bobby oh, c's uh, buckaloo's general store was involved in a bread of life uh, promotion yeah they're uh, very I, involved I, with bread of life yeah. and the food drive so generous uh, dick's market gardens domino's farm direct coop giacomo's one of my favorite oh, restaurants so in melrose good. Green Street Natural Food, yeah. 
La Cachara. Yeah. Is it restaurant. did I say that? Yes, wow. restaurant in Melrose. Melrose Farmers Market. Yeah. Oakdale Farms, Shaw's in Melrose, you mentioned, Starbucks in Melrose, the bread shop. They're in Wakefield. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just so uh, you know. The farmlands in Wakefield. Yep, yeah, those are two Wakefielders. Uh, Turner's. Yes. Turner Seafood, Whole Foods in Melrose, and Whole Foods in Woburn. Wow, Whole yeah. Foods really stepping up. Yeah. 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 Um, and we'll get to the recipients later. There's a huge list of recipients, which is what it's all about. So, um, so this is great stuff. Yeah, we Jenna. could not do it without those generous folks. Um, and a lot of them are, are stepping up more and more what they're doing. Giacomo's, between Giacomo's, Bobby C's, and Buckaloo's, um, again, back to the partnership with with um, Bread of Life. Yeah. Uh, the food drive, in partnership with Bread of Life, delivers to a motel in Malden that's housing formerly homeless folks transitioning mm. to permanent housing. And that is a program of housing families that Bread of Life is providing the food, and we're helping Bread of Life. So a lot of agencies working together to make this happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we deliver, um, again, prepared foods because it's how easy is it for them to just put it in their motel fridge, um, prepared foods, and f- that, you know, those beautiful cut-up fruits they have at, oh. at Whole Foods. They love that. Um, but then every Wednesday now, and it took us several months to get this happening, but, but between those amazing restaurants and Buckaloo's is a general store, but the owner is also a caterer and an extremely generous person. So... Between Giacomo's, Bobby C's, and Buckaloo's, we deliver every Wednesday a meal to the um, to the motel program. So instead of just having groceries and stuff they have to reheat, they have a fresh meal. Oh, wow. That's... From I mean, can, we pull up with Giacomo's, and you can imagine. Or Bobby C's. I mean, yeah. she, Julie, just, you know, the okay. rolls and the salad and oh, the yeah. this and the that. <laughs> I mean, it's both. It must be tough driving that food It's around, hard. You know? We have it's Giacomo's about... in the car and you're like, <laughs> should we go there or should we just go home? <laughs> but how That's wonderful fantastic. is it? I mean, you don't think about they're in a motel, you know, they're eating a lot of cereal yes. or whatever. Yeah. And you have, you have a nice meal from a restaurant. Right. Right. A lot Keeps of children you you're serving. Kids. Yeah, there's kids and all of the programs. Yeah. As you know, Bread of Life serves a lot of families. Yes. Everett Gray serves a lot of families. Um, and those are the two, the biggest programs. Well, m- both of the farm, both of the uh, pantries in Melrose, the Servant's Heart is the one that's two blocks from our house, but the other one's Pantry of Hope. Okay. Um, and they have almost all families at both of those pantries. Good stuff. Um Back, let me let me just back it up. What does your you said? I don't know if you said it on air or, or before air. Your your husband Tony, he's yes. a behind the scenes guy. What yeah. what is he besides coming up with all these great ideas? What's well, that's his? he is strategy and schedule. We figure out the schedule together. Yeah. Um, we do all the deliveries together. He does some without me, uh, but he's a lot of the strategic thinker. Yeah. Um, whereas I'm just posting vegetable pictures on Bread of Life. Uh, we have a lot of conversations about ideas um, and what we want to do in the future. He's a very talented gardener. And oh, one of the programs that he's going to run, we hope, next year is um, a garden donation program. Oh. So we have people intentionally plan their gardens based on what our recipients need. Um, That's a fantastic idea really. and there's there's an it's, app it's meant for you guys yeah and especially because he wanted to do something like this even before we started the food drive like yeah. there should be a, having people grow more of their own food just just that concept yes so but people intentionally planning their their crops um we actually just um signed on to work with an app called fresh food connect um, which is a nonprofit itself, supporting organizations like ours. So people will, gardeners will sign on, say, I'm growing potatoes, and I will deliver them to you on August, in August on a Thursday. That's sort of how it will work. Yeah. We're piloting it this year with just a few people and my husband's potatoes that he just grew. Um, and we're hoping to have, again, more and more produce. Yes. Um, for all of the pantries this way. And plus, then the community gets involved, piling on more ideas. Uh, 
And we hope to have all these garden crops picked up by volunteers on bicycles. Ah, so that the, the carbon carbon footprints less. Yes. Um, our yeah. mentor organization, Boulder Food Rescue, does all of their pickups on bikes with bike trailers. And what, we're, this what, in Boulder, Boulder, Colorado. Oh, that's where. Oh, I know, crazy, I right? It. I know it can be a little cold there. Yeah. Yeah, and yet they're on on bikes, but uh, we think it'd be really neat. Especially there's a lot of back to kids. There's a lot of high school kids that need community service. And how cool is it to have you know high school kids driving around collecting, uh, biking around, excuse me, collecting things from gardens all summer? Uh, I was just going to ask you about that. What about the the we know Bread of Life is fueled by volunteers, but I mean, what's what are some of the volunteer opportunities for the food drive, as you just mentioned, with the chip, with the kids and the bikes? And yeah, the- thank you for asking. We could not do it without volunteers right yeah. now, because um, when we go to every Whole Foods, it's a multiple multi-car amount of food. We learned right away um, as we're making three trips to Bread of Life the first couple of weekends. We couldn't do it with just our our Honda Pilot holds a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but it does not hold um, as much as comes out of Whole Foods. So we, we couldn't do it without volunteers. We have um, a core group that help us. We have uh, a couple folks. There's uh, one gentleman that helps every Saturday morning. And then our neighbors, three doors down, who's – this is one of my favorite stories. Um, our neighbors, three doors down, um, are – I don't know what their age is. They're older than Tony and I are. Um, they have grandkids. And his mother was a volunteer at Bread of Life. Oh, wow. So, yes. The connection. Amazing. And so um, Frank and Karen volunteer every single Sunday to take the food to Bread of Life because they want to continue that with Bread of Life. Again, this is a good, like, that's you know. That's awesome. You want yeah. to cry Goosebumps. moment. Yeah. 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 So, oh, but incredible. we couldn't, right now we couldn't do it without volunteers. Eventually we'll fundraise and get a van or a I was just thinking something. of that. That seems like the next logical. That is, uh, after getting funded so we know we can keep doing this, then yes. we get a van. Yeah. Or a, probably a van. A truck might be too much. Seems like uh Yeah, that's an obvious next step. Yes. Good. Yeah. That's wonderful stuff. Um Speaking of fundraisers or volunteers and, and, and the like, um, how are things at the Bread of Life? I miss you guys so much. <laughs> we had our board meeting. We had our board meeting this week. Can I just uh, bomb Can we just, it? Yeah. Just, of can, course. Yeah? Just show. I don't think anyone would mind. No. No. I'll mute myself. And have we all do. Doritos. We all do. <laughs> Eat our dinners. Well, obviously, yeah, so, so much going on with the organization and the, yeah, and the a lot. facility. The we just stopped delivering to the old building, and now we're delivering to the new building, yeah. which is way, way, way easier to deliver to. You know, yeah, with the old building, you know why we need a new building. Yes, of course. Um, so demolition's going to start sometime this fall. Um, I can't. The way things go, I don't even want to predict when it'll be done, but it's going to be worth it. And the new warehouse is fantastic. It's working out really well. Uh, It's very, you know, at the beginning it was, everyone was overwhelmed, but it's very well organized. Tyrone's going like gangbusters with that grocery program. Wow. Um, I mean, the pantries and the dinners were already so um, attended and needed by the community but that new the grocery program coming out of covid right um is going really well good and and still very needed for especially elderly still folks with covid unfortunately and then there's folks that are disabled that can't get out to the pantries or the dinners it's a huge service another good out of bad thing yes yeah that happened um because it's like everywhere you read it's worsened, <laughs> food insecurity. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, and it's it's good that organizations like Bread of Life have been able to pivot. That's one of the things I admire the most because when I joined the board was when that pivot was happening. Yes. And I, we were part of the pivot. You know, need, we need more food. We need more fresh food. So it's one of the most rewarding things for me to know that we're bringing Bread of Life more fresh food. Yeah. Gabriella deserves so much praise and all the folks over there. Yeah. Um, yes. 
I was, I obviously follow closely what the Bread of Life is doing. Uh, and some of these donors, I noticed, I guess the walk is obviously coming up. The walk, in, in, the walk is in, coming in up. In October, is it the first Sunday in October? Or? October 2nd. Okay. Pine Banks. Pine Banks, yeah. It's a wonderful, great event. Um, now, will you be setting up shop there as the food drive? Or, We're or? providing some food for it. Um, oh, good. But we have to do our deliveries in the morning, and then I'll run to the that I've been over but yeah we're gonna be there's gonna be some giveaway bags and we're gonna provide some food for that things like that but we're not gonna I don't think we're gonna have a booth or anything we'll just do the walk yeah get out of our get out of our Honda Pilot and and walk yeah it's a great, <laughs> it's, it's, it's um it's a nice event isn't it and great time of year right yes. yeah I mean normally you you know unless you get a rain out it's usually oh, beautiful weather no I know I just changed hopefully uh but uh, there's a, but there's a little uh oh yes um, fundraiser yeah uh, treat, treat yourself. yourself for a year treat which yourself I have for not, a year uh, uh, get your raffle tickets yet. get your raffle tickets get your raffle tickets <laughs> this thing was was uh, i guess you can win oh for it's a amazing year, for a year for a year harrow's chicken pot pie every month right for a every year. month talk about pot. pot pie how much pot pie have we talked I about i know a lot of pot pie <laughs> i was thinking of it when you were talking pops bakery dessert yeah affairs to remember flowers yeah plus uh, in downtown melrose buckaloos which i mentioned bottle of wine yeah you get a bottle of wine every month for yeah. a year yeah 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 and the deadline to enter is september 1st now there's a complimentary entry you, you can, can enter make, if you want um but certainly uh, any you can enter as many times as you want it's ten dollars yes a yeah. pop every time after that so back to math if you if you give a hundred dollars to bread of life you're entered 10 times yes and you can still do it and what a great i mean just the that's a great idea just the the bottle of wine every month I didn't not think you were going to go there. No, I, of course I went there. Um, not to mention the pot pie and the dessert and the flowers. It's and a it's nice package. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Once a month. Yeah. Um, that's great. And I, I will I will enter so because why? of the dessert. I, I haven't love. done it yet. Oh, you're doing the, you're the dessert. I'm the wine. <laughs> I haven't done it yet. I have to admit, I've got to do it. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, so September 1st, we yeah. still got time. Yeah, weeks. plenty of time. Um, yeah, fantastic. So... Uh, so a lot of things happening, obviously, Bread of Life, past couple of years have been so incredible. Yeah. It's gone on for... I'm honored to be a part of Bread of Life. Yeah. Every time I think about the fact that I'm on the board, it just, it's humbling. Well, um, I got to say, when I was, um, I, I think, I don't know, it was roughly 10 or 11 years on the board, and um, just with my work and with things going on, I felt... Because everybody who's on that board is so dedicated yeah. and works so hard. And I kind of felt that I couldn't do what what I wanted to do for no. the board. So that essentially the reason why I stepped down. But one of the things that made me feel good yeah. was all the influx of new folks like yourself that were... And there's more since. Yeah. Yeah. Um, amazing, amazing de- Amazingly dedicated people. Yeah. Because for a while I thought, I can't leave. They can't replace me. You know? <laughs> You're not. You've not been replaced. <laughs> no way. No, and I, uh, you know, and uh, the doors open. Maybe, uh, hopefully, someday I can, I can, uh, I can come back. So it's. Uh, I love the bread of life. In the meantime, you can win your yes, dessert every my month dessert. and walk it off by doing the walk. Yes. See, it She's, works out really well. You've got the marketing mind too, right? <laughs> the event planner mind. Um, Doesn't how, ever go away. How about mentioning, look at the list of recipients you folks yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. And I, I hope I got them all. I think there's another one. Is there St. Joseph's Kitchen in, in Wakefield or St. Joseph's? It's St. Joseph's Din- Community Dinner. Community so Dinner. It's, okay. it's Most Blessed Sacrament and St. Joe's Community Dinners both. Okay. Yeah, and we bring them mostly bread from the bread shop in Wakefield. So it's Wakefield to Wakefield. Oh, yeah. I well, love that. So let's, uh, I guess you got a list of, well, the, the website had a list of by city in Melrose, a servant's heart food pantry. Yeah. Caritas Community? Caritas? Yeah. I should tell you, Caritas Communities was a client of mine when I was an event planner. Okay. And they have residences um, throughout 40, I think, I hope uh, that's correct still, 40 residences throughout the state. There's one in Melrose, there's one in Wakefield. Okay. That's where I came from, my delivery. Um, and they... Um, house it's permanent housing which is that's what you want that's what the folks in the motel program are hoping to get into but we're able to bring them food because it's permanent subsidized housing 
So as we said from the beginning, us bringing food means they can afford toothpaste and, yeah. you know, some of the necessities because it's still fixed income. So mm. that's what Caritas is. Sorry, I interrupted no, you. That's but it's important for, for everyone to know that these programs are how much they're helping. Yes. Well, let's elaborate on more if you'd like. Okay. Cephalo Retirement Complex. Yeah. So they're... Um, one of the um, housing for elderly, low-income, not all low-income, but... That's on West Wyoming? Is That's that on West Wyoming. Yes, yeah, okay. It's a beautiful facility. Yeah. Uh, so it's still in Melrose. Fuller House. Mm-hmm. Uh, Same. Fuller. Levy, Le- Levy Gould House. Yeah, Fuller and Levi Gould Levi. are part of congregational retirement homes. Okay. McCarthy Apartments. Uh, Mel- Melrose Housing Authority. Milano Senior Center. Yes, they're awesome. Pantry of Hope. We talked about that. Steel House. Also Melrose Housing Authority. Yeah. And then we mentioned in Everett, the Everett Grace Food Pantry and Outreach, Everett Pantry Program through the Bread of Life. Yeah. Uh, Malden, of course, the Bread of Life. Yes. That was your first. Our first. You never forget your first love. No. Right? Uh, Broadway in Shelter Program. Yeah, that's the Hous- one with Housing Families. Housing Families, another fantastic organization. Malden Warming Center. Oh, I love working uh, with them. Awesome. What a great organization. Yes. Yeah. Have you been? Uh, yes. Yeah, I, yeah, we toured. Oh, okay. When they reopened. Amazing. Um, do I have to tackle no, the pronunciation? No, you don't. No, you don't. So it's an or I can't even pronounce it either. It's part of Everett Grace Food Pantry um, in Revere. So there's um, an off offshoot of their program. It's called Grace Ministries, and that name is Portuguese, and I can't say it either. So we'll just roll with it's part of Everett Grace. Okay. In Revere. On to Saugus. Yes. The motel shelter program through the Bread of Life in yeah. Saugus United Parish Food Pantry. Yeah. Uh, Wakefield Caritas Communities. Yeah, which Water we talked Street. about. And then the two community dinners. The two community dinners. MBS yeah. Community Dinners, St. Joseph Community Dinners. Yes. And this is growing, I would say. It is. You... We're hoping to partner with the Wakefield Food Pantry, too. We're going to take a tour of them tomorrow. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just, you've. Busy. I yeah. control busy. Well, we we try to, we really want to serve our communities. And we, we live on the Wakefield side of Melrose. Um, and at the beginning, we had bread. They didn't need bread. So not a fit. Right. Um, but now we're having enough produce that we can hopefully start working with them. And, because we don't want to, you don't want to deliver things that aren't going to be used. Right. Um, but... Their executive director, Maureen, want, runs the St. Joe's Community Dinners, and we've gotten to know her through that. So I think there's ways we can partner with them. It's like a puzzle. You ask what Tony does. A lot of what Tony does is help he strategize puts the pieces together. I it was like, like that. where I should like this that. go? Like, and which of this should go to? Like, where is? He's always saying we we don't store things. Let's get the food to the people. So as of now, we don't. Shout store out anything. to Tony. I, 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 I hope to meet him someday. I'm grateful um, for him. Yes. And yes, you will meet behind him Behind the scenes. At the walk. Where you'll be walk. walking off that dessert. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward. I can't believe how, I hate to think of dates when they're like, oh, summer's over. But, I know. But, you know, there's I some know. great stuff that happens in September, October. And of course, I know. I just have to grieve summer every year. Yes. And then I move past it. Yes. thinking about football. What do you think about this summer, weather-wise? Either rain or extreme heat? You know, back to global warming. Okay. Um, I could loop this right back to climate change. Yes. This week's been a little nicer, though. Every day that's beautiful. Yeah. Eat breakfast on your patio. Yeah, right. Sunday, Sunday the heat broke broke and Monday it's been it's been a pretty good. But it was a washout on Labor Day. Oh, sorry, on the holidays. Um, Yeah, Fourth of July. Right. Whole weekend was a washout. Right. So what are you saying? Labor Day going to be a washout. We're good. No, Uh, it's going to rain. That's what I'm, I'm going down with rain on Labor Day, and then maybe I'll be surprised. Yes, but maybe maybe you would have uh, won the uh, raffle entry with the wine and everything. And Get that there. in by September 1st. <laughs> by September 1st, support Bread of Life. Yes, go to the Bread, go to the Bread of Life website, Bread of Life. Uh, bread of Life Malden. Is correct? it? I can't remember. My God, it's been a long time Uh-oh. since I said that. Sorry. Uh, bread of Life. Sorry, Google Gabriella. Bread of Life Malden. <laughs> Facebook. You can uh, also donate to uh, the food drive at www. Yes, the food drive. Yes, yes. Drive. Tell us how uh, we can. The folks out there in need can contact you. And, and okay, so the way to contact us if you're in need is um, you can send an email 
through the website yep. is a contact us. Um, we've had people reach out to us um, through direct message from Facebook also. Um, right. So a couple of the people with uh, SNAP needs have just, and we look look at that all the time. For donating to us, uh, we have this wonderful new PayPal set up. Oh, nice. On our nice. website. It's on the action page, and you can donate one time. You can donate monthly. We have our first monthly sustaining donor. You guys are really we're we're doing our best. Your we're doing our best. Growing, it's awesome. Yeah, it's a great organization. Thank you. Um, well, I can't believe here we are, uh, close to the last few minutes. Oh wow! It's been it's, it's gone fast. It, what did a you great think come. it was gonna? I had it no flew. idea. It did fly. It's because you're such a good interviewer. Oh, thank you very much. Um, if you had to, not to put you on the spot, I guess we got a few minutes left. Though, do this whole experience for you. Uh, and, and things you'd want to maybe convey to the folks out there, the uh, uh, the importance, the meaning of food rescue, what your organization does, uh, the need in, in relation to, uh, this is a really long question that I didn't plan to go down, food insecure. If you could just maybe in your own words uh, see what this whole experience has meant to you. And, oh, man. And not and cry? <laughs> no, we want crying. It's good for ratings. Crying is good right, for ratings. Right, I usually cry at my ratings. But <laughs> hopefully... We, and, and not to put you on the spot, but I can tell it's so passionate for you, so yeah. emotional for you. It is. And all the folks that we work with in, with the Bread of Life, it's it's the same thing. It's, it's, it's all the same thing. It's all interwoven. Kind of purpose of life kind of stuff. It is. I think the reason it's so meaningful, and it really resonates with Tony and me and our daughter Ella, our whole family, um, because, I mean, not having food... Is, is a basic. Um, and waste is senseless. Um, and one thing that's so valuable in life is connecting. And so what we're doing is connecting. So we're connecting food with people who need it. When you really boil it down to what we're doing, that's why we call ourselves a food drive. We literally drive food. That's it? We literally drive food, but... In driving that food, we're, we're making these, we're connecting. So we're taking something that, again, good from bad. We're taking something that could have just been trash, waste. landfill waste. That, I mean, last weekend we had in one of our residences, the people were waiting on the porch uh, for the food. I told you about Everett Grace where the, the folks, the volunteers come to the car and say, do you have meat? Take some bananas and put it into a grocery bag. I delivered a bunch of snacks to Bread of Life, and there's three different programs that are wanting those snacks. So this week we're doing a snack drive because there's not enough oh, snacks. Right. I saw that, right? Um, at Bread of Life. Yes. So, I mean, it's it's really, it's it's a meaningful way to live our lives. And we got to a point where we have to live meaningful lives. We have to be a small part of making a dent in this huge problem. And it was so dispiriting in 2020. Yes. There's so many issues. There's so much suffering. And we spent a lot of time banging our heads against the wall with that overwhelmed feeling. Yes. And we finally realized this is something we can do. It's not something that we're going to bang our heads against the wall, we can actually do something about hunger and the environment. It's small, but it's something. What is that? I wish I knew who said it. I don't have, I, I guess I don't have quotes as well as stats, but um, I can't do everything, but I can do something. That's good. And uh, actually, I was going to do a quote. If you, know. you do the quotes because you're better at it than me because <laughs> I can't remember who said that. Jaina, I am so inspired by the work that you do. I'm so glad you came down tonight. We're, we're wrapping up, um, coming on, and um, the Food Drive is a wonderful organization. It's inspired from love and uh, from meeting a need. And um, I, I'm just thrilled to have you on and, and keep up the good work, and I'm sure we're going to be uh, – uh, well, we're walking together yep. after, after the dessert. Yes, we are. So, and um, uh, it's a wonderful thing you're doing with Thank your you. family. It's and Thank you. Keep up the good work and, uh, at Bread of Life, and, and I'm going to cry. Don't cry. Everything you do. No, thank you so much. Thank you. 
And folks, uh, check out thefooddrive.org, www.thefooddrive.org. And if I could grab a quote from uh, uh, someone from my faith and many others, um, uh, the Blessed Saint Mother Teresa, who said, if you can't feed 100 people, then feed just one. And that's what we're talking about. We can't solve the world's problems, but you know, maybe it's your neighbor, maybe it's your, your elderly family member, maybe it's right in your own uh, community, and that's what the food drive's doing. Jana, thank you so much for coming down. Malden, God bless you. We will see you next month. Happy Labor Day.